<laughs> little nasally. A little nasal. Nasally. Okay, you ready to start? <laughs> I'm sorry. He's like a teacher. You guys ready? You guys ready? Two fingers, right, two right, fingers right, there. Right. Get out your sillies, you guys. Eyes, 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 <laughs> eyes, eyes. <laughs> Jan Wayne Swayze presents a free 99 podcast. Be sure to follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, our radio, Spotify, Twitch, Instagram, and now on uh, the Tikatok. Uh, search oh, FR E99 podcast. TikTok. I don't know. I don't have that. I don't have that. Oh, the Tikitok. The Tikitok. Tikitok. I was like, am I missing? Sticky Tikitok. Sticky Jan is in the building. Shout out to all our sponsors. Oh, shout out to all sponsors, all the listeners. Jan's in the building. What up? Uh, JD Fresh. JD. Hello, Free 99ers. Romel's in the building. I hope I'm not too late to set my demons straight. I know I made you wait, but how much can you take? I hope you see the God, God in me. I hope you can see. <laughs> and if it's so, stay down with me. Uh, I didn't know that I was supposed to come with like a entry song. No, it's just a thing I knew. A soliloquy. I have to get on the guest. It's almost like customer service. It's almost like Tourette's. Episode 201 of the Free 99 podcast. We have a returning guest. Returning guest. Been missing this female energy. Ramel, please introduce who we have on episode 201 of the Free 99 Podcast. I have known tonight's guest for 20 plus years, but yet I have no idea who she is. See, as time passes, people change. Environments change. And when combined, can be the spark for a revolution. Homeostasis. Biologically, any self-regulating process by which systems tend to maintain stability while adjusting to conditions that are optimal for survival. To put simply, if successful, life continues. Mm -hmm. If unsuccessful, disaster or death ensues. Mm. Enter Prop 64. Mm -hmm. The legalization of marijuana. Mm. At face value, what may have looked like a win for all cannabis users, truly lacked equality for all. <laughs> Our guest saw that. Come on. She continues to fight for the future of those affected by the quote-unquote war on drugs mm. by working with companies in the cannabis industry and beyond to provide true equity for those who in the past were judged and sentenced for their actions. When even now... Those same actions can be seen as socially acceptable. Come on. Oh, See, say that. all it takes is a couple minutes, a few moments of your time to learn about who a person truly is Come on, and now. what they represent now, mm. like what I did with Nina and like she does on a daily basis, fighting to achieve true social homeostasis uh. the free 99 podcast come on is honored to have anina parks in the hey! building hey! thank you hello 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 that was i felt almost like no, the wind that. got knocked out of me real quick i was like wow i have that effect on carmen san diego so. hey <laughs> found him <'em>. got him <laughs> Found them. 
I'm with it though. I'm owning that. Yeah. I'm your pusher. Let's go. <laughs> no. You've been um the last time we actually met. Uh, last time, last time we hung out, yes. was that was actually the last podcast I did. I know. Uh, and uh, not just picking up there, but a lot of transition has happened with you since since that. A lot of I mean, a lot of transitions happened with this podcast since then too. A little bit, <laughs> a little bit. You know what I mean? We're in a whole place. Point taken. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're growing. We're growing. We're growing. Yeah. We are growing. We're yes. adjusting. Yeah, we're adjusting to. We the are change. adjusted. Yeah. <laughs> And um, well, I would drink to that. Yeah. Hey, drink to it, Justin, guys. <laughs> with with your, uh, what would you say was uh, the biggest adjustments you made since we seen you last? Oof. <laughs> this is the one you asked for, girl. Oof, I know. Mm. Biggest adjustments. Um, you know, like I've had a lot of different iterations of. Even my understanding of myself. So that's why it was amazing, like, hearing just how you interpreted mm. your introduction. Because uh, I am, like, finding a new homeostasis, you know, um, with the projects that I'm working on. Yeah. Um, with how much I give into certain things that are outside of myself. Yeah. Um, especially, like, in regards to these, um, so like, socially engaging yeah. Things, right? Because, like, that kind of lifestyle, or not lifestyle, but that kind of work will drain, drain you. you. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm learning now, and I think that's one of the biggest adjustments is like me learning to say no so I can say yes, yes yeah. to. You, my said own a lot, you said yes to a lot of people, though. And, and that's why I think uh, people kind of over overstay their welcome mm. when it came to your energy and and your feedback. Yeah. And you know, like you're you're in you're an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're doing this by yourself. You there's no team. I mean, Activists now there's a team. Well. So, now that's, so that's I think that's another big change. Okay. I think Let's that's another the- huge cha- change. Is like. Um, not doing it by myself and uh-huh. uh, and uh, developing and leaning into teams. Is that like you? Are you is that still working with uh, Ramon? Still working with Ramon. Yeah. Yes. Uh, one of my longest standing like business partnerships and also like. Shout to Ramon. I don't yeah, know Ramon. Ramon, Ramon Garcia. Ramon. Um, I see you, buddy. Oh, yeah. Give him those props. He deserves them. He We call him uh, Padrino. Like, he's kind of like. The OG. He's the, yeah. he's the OG, kind of like a god godfather character. Like, a lot of people lean in and, and uh, he listens very very well and like is is willing to provide some wisdom and some space and yeah. mm-hmm. we'll do the hard work to to keep people together yeah. you know so uh he learned it from his dad you know just like you know um you know just like a lot of like a lot of our families are we, yeah. we we like learn from our generation before us and then we try to do an iteration that's like better yeah <laughs> I mean, so was, was his father and well, e- even with you like do you have kind of like roots of activism like my family has some roots of activism yeah. yes you know like um you know like my uncles in the philippines when they were in the philippines they were very much and also my grandfather in the philippines were very much um you know with nino Aquino and like um you know the fight for democracy mm, in the yeah. philippines mm-hmm. uh, which also uh sub, you know uh got my 
my grandfather like blacklisted from getting any jobs for a long time wow. in the Philippines. In the Philippines, because mm-hmm. like brownlisted, brownlisted. That's yeah, crazy. you know, because it's like he was of the region. My like my grandfather, Apolinario de Leon. Right. Shout out OG. OG. That's the OG ass name, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Right. OG. Yeah. Sounds like a possible. Go ahead. Sorry, <laughs> what was his nickname? I'm just curious. Paul. Okay. Paul. <laughs> oh, it's just that was in the stretch. Yeah. yeah. Paul. 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 You know. Uh, so. Boy. <laughs> he, you know, like he was like an administrator for like um, so- soy and corn and rice, uh. like in the region. Right, so it was like uh, Tarlac, Conception Tarlac in the Philippines, Pampanga, right? Um, shout out. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like when uh, the Marcos regime came in, yeah. like he was, you know, he was so entrenched with uh, like uh, Nino Aquino and his family and not all those other things and like the support for the community that also supported democracy in the Philippines that they kicked him out of his position and he couldn't get another like good paying job wow. right he had 12 kids Damn. with my grandma because who is this host, <laughs> who he was affiliated with yeah because of who he aligned himself with right and right. that that would like during that time too like I, I caught document documentaries like my mm. grandfather would never really talk about the war except that he was in it yeah you know what I mean right. and my my grand my grandmother was you know like baton death march and shit like had, right. to, had to walk from village to village That's with with like a young family without my grandfather damn so like just just seeing that part of it and knowing what was happening like for like the female activists that were like teachers they would get raped they would get gang yeah, like, like it was by, by, by uh, the military it was nuts yeah that's crazy yes Nah, it was like it, it was dirty it's like a dirty yeah world oh, war ii yeah, was yeah. dirty dirty you know Philippines dirty secrets right right nah, and then, like uh cesar chavez you hear about that? Like the Filipinos are working with Cesar Chavez. Yeah, right, yeah, so yeah. like Larry Leon, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? But then and I heard like, that Cesar Chavez was like would like take advantage of like Filipino women. Really? That's what I heard word on the street. I don't know if that's a I don't know that I don't know. Dang, just, Rommel. Oh, like, what a way to kill the shit. References or <laughs> that. That's a lot to that. No, like, all this noise. He said gangbang, dog. I was just like, oh, that's just just name names. Yeah, calling out names. I mean, if if that's what it is, it was what it is. But like, definitely not. That's not. Uh, we don't a know. lot of sources yeah, for that. Yeah. So, allegedly, um, allegedly. I don't know. Allegedly. Yeah, we don't have a lot of sources allegedly. for that. But, Respectfully. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I, <laughs> where are we going? Damn, I, dude. <laughs> sorry. I'm so, my, my Shit, <laughs> and I'm only laughing because that was awkward. Yo, <laughs> that was the first time. So I'm so sorry. So, <laughs> it, w- it, it was a dark turn early. Yeah, it, was, it, was it was a dark turn. Yeah, yeah sorry. Usually it wait till like 36 and then we go completely south. Oh, well, you know. Can I, ask, can I ask how you know Ramel from tw- 20 years back? Wow, we were trying to figure this out. Oh, uh, we figured too. it out. Yeah, we, did. we, did. <laughs> we figured it yeah, out. Yeah, we did. It was yeah. a, oh, sorry. Like it was like yes. a, like like candy raver like yeah. days at but in house parties because house we were parties, still like massages and shit. Yeah. <laughs> hella, hella fucking. Um, I think you used to wear a lot of overalls. Beads, right? did, you wear, did you wear a lot of overalls? I back did wear a lot of overalls. I love overalls. Give me a ding. Give me a ding. That's a good memory. I do love overalls. There it is. They're comfy. Yeah, they are. They got pockets. Hella pockets. I love that shit. But the crazy thing is, right? The crazy thing is, is that we've kind of 
been in each other's. You used other's... to wear a lot of beads. I did wear a lot of beads. Like 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 beads like 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 the bracelets. Smell like Vicks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> smell like Vicks. And you used to do the Undertaker eye roll. All the time. <laughs> I used to get like chills and shit. Yeah. What was, was your song? Was there a song that you had? That I, I was. <laughs> I was I was I was super into like drum no? and bass, but oh, I still oh, am into drum and bass. Mm. Just because oh, it's yeah, like drum and yeah. bass is it. Yeah. Justin has something. Justin. Go ahead, Justin. Did yeah. you have a pacifier with a bead neck pacifier? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you did. I did. Yeah, I did. I, I did. Then. I did not because my mom already thought it was weird. So. <laughs> you know, let's not take it up as that further. I never explored that type of party. Oh, I was I. You missed out. I, I'm yeah, just kidding. No, yeah. you did. It's all good. I never went to what was it? Home base. Home base. Oh my god, I forgot. I, I, like, I never had a chance to go to home base, but I did go to like a, a rave in like San Jose. How was that? It was weird. I saw Rozelle on ecstasy and I was like, this is the most hip hop shit ever. <laughs> <laughs> and this is when he left the roots. Yeah. That's yeah. like when he like uh, released his own like a uh, LP. LP, yeah. And then, you know, can't, just, he, can't hear more than 30 minutes. It's, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like, you know, it's crazy because like raves back then would go from like till 7 a.m. Like yeah. the sun's coming up, everyone's kind of looking like zombies. You and know, shit. The, okay, I went to a rave at St. Mary's Cathedral. You know that spot? in the church <laughs> at the bottom of the oh, church, the, the one downstairs. Yeah. You know, like the okay, the so yeah, St. Mary's Cathedral Hell in no. San there's, Francisco there's is the one that looks more. like a hat. Yeah, I, is, <laughs> is that the one by the KFC uh, mission? No. Not that St. Mary's. No, the, the one that's one. at the top. Of, that's St. Mary's, right? Golf. Golf. Okay. Downtown. What year was this? I don't even remember. Ninety. Oh, yeah. Ninety-nine. I was like, it was before I got sent away. So you, yeah, ninety-nine. You, <laughs> you got sent away? I did. We didn't have that conversation last time. Nah, let's talk. Wait, hold on, real quick. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> We're going too too fast, man. Okay. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Raves. Go. We're yeah. Sorry. So well, it's just that, you know we, we just kind of came across each other, and uh, I think even at that time you guys we were, came across each other. You were, <laughs> I think. I think. It's, <laughs> sorry, I'm twenty. Like, yeah. you want it back? It's like it's like I swear to God, I, I feel like I'm gonna see you twenty years later <laughs> with no, an orange hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. You giving me you giving, you giving me uh, pimp vibes right now? Okay. Okay. Not, with my fuzzy, yeah. my fuzzy jacket. It's, but it, it's wild, oh. right? Just because. Uh, it wouldn't, you know, I do know you uh, from then, but we've kind of been in the same ecosystem. And I remember like, Tara- I think we also like share a goddaughter too. I'm pretty sure. No? With uh, Mish? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Shout out to you. Oh, from St. Mary's Cathedral to St. Augustine? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I hope she don't watch the podcast. Yeah. I completely forgot. No, but. Um, like, <laughs> it's all good. But, you know, tarot, like, <laughs> I remember like tarot card readings outside like Sambar. Oh yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I was told that I can't I can't bring my tarot cards. No, in. sorry. Oh who's the oh sorry. Not right now. No, they just had it, you yeah. know. Oh yeah. my bad. My Bless. Bad. So uh, we, we want to respect the energy that they have already cultivated in the space. So we're gonna just Yeah. Did you but did you, did you tell me it was tarot T A R O like Ube? <laughs> sorry. Tar- it's not the same. It's not the same. Taro. It's not the same. Taro. It's not the same. They're not the same. <laughs> so talk about this whole sent away thing. Oh, oh yeah. Because uh, like, okay, so a lot of people from the time that I was in high school, they remember me, you know, from like <laughs> the house parties, raves, like, yeah. all, you know, the party scene and stuff. And then all of a sudden I disappeared. 
And what has you really are Carmen <laughs> San Diego? <laughs> yeah, They're good. In the world. No, um, I went to Oceana for like a year and a half, mm. um, and then I got and then I got sent away. So I got actually sent away to a Scientology boarding school Ooh. in um, what New the fuck? Do you have a do you have like a, a screeching record like a stopped record? <laughs> no, but give her a D. No, give her a D. Just like Scientology boarding school where? Um, in New Mexico. Are you at what what age? Wow. Uh, from sixteen to seventeen. It was like roughly two years though, because it was like two weeks after my sixteenth birthday, and then I came back like after I turned seventeen. Like I was like closer to it. Was this like a late birthday present? <laughs> I know, right? They're like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. No, um, no. You was wilding, huh? I was wilding, but then also like the the thing that like. Um, just kind of like broke the camel's back because like I started getting like heavily politicized during that time oh. period, and so I was protesting against uh, another proposition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and this is actually what actually probably started my work, like as a young person in in education, not work, sorry, education, yeah. to lay the foundation for the work I do now, which is um, Prop Twenty One. Back then, was the Gang Violence Prevention Juvenile Justice Initiative. That's where the gang injunctions came out of. That's where, um, like, the definitions of three or more people with a common affiliation oh, with each yeah, other. That's like, right at the mall. And then, and then also three in a group. Yeah, right. You remember that? Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then also, um, you know, the divestment away from, uh, you know, like after school programming, uh, electives like uh, science, like experiments, like everything, like all of that stuff started getting taken out of our school mm. right because um, like when I was a freshman oh like they were cutting funds they were hella cutting funds and then they were investing in um, rebuilding you know and uh, Nova was a rich school I didn't go to Nova. <laughs> no no but Nova was a rich school so well yeah Oce- you're in Oceana I was at Oceana because so, yeah. the demo like the demo was different very different yeah so very they, different. they pushed yeah. the funds elsewhere they pushed it also not into the schools, but they put it into incarceration and punishment. Mm. So that was like a, that was like the key values of that of that movement during that time period is like schools not like um, schools not jails, books yeah. not bars, like right. those kind of things came out of it. And so like us being able to see that um, like it came at the last as my last like like a protest because the um, it did get passed. We had participated in something called a week of rage where. There was like collective actions, many yeah. different actions throughout the entire state, uh, for an entire week after it got, um, after it got uh, passed. Mm-hmm. Was was that like, uh, was that pretty organized? It was very organized. Okay, like in the, like I've never seen it things that organized again. Almost, um, almost. True, it's fast. It's fast. Almost, yeah. you know. Um, but like that. Like uh, heavily politicized me, like it uh, it made me learn how to track the you know like track the money, where you know like where does it come in? I was starting to think about that at sixteen. Like that was not on my radar. It was the yeah yeah it, like I, it, it was so interesting. So like the very ninety nine was this ninety nine ninety nine. That's then, why. But, but I mean like so what? here so this is what happened. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I sat down for the stars test, so which is the standardized test that they make people take. In, in high school, yeah. in high school, right. in order to be able to get funds for your seat. Oh, you know, and so like I had been educated by some organizations that, you know, like um, this uh, this test is not even designed here within our school district. So right. like it, like our curriculums actually don't 
support support yeah. what they're testing us. So mm. like it has no it has like no effect basically. It's or like it's just it's biased. Yeah. You know, it's like being made in like Cambridge, Massachusetts, but like what does it have to do with our curriculum? Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like what we're learning. So like uh, we, you have us like filling in bubbles for things that aren't even based on our curriculum to go say what our aptitude is. Uh, and then they determine how much school should get funded right. based on that. And then, so I was like, I don't want to do this shit. So I wrote a, <laughs> I wrote an essay on my Scantron about <coughs> like better ways to gauge the aptitude of At students. At 16, yeah. you wrote an essay on your Scantron. And then I turned it in and they were just like, they're like, we can't actually have you at this school anymore because like way to go Shannon <laughs> that was that was like a like a serious red flag and then what what, what did your parents say here's a plane ticket you're out of here so, but really? like I mean but then again like, we're like but we're, again also this like I said there's a straw that broke the camel's back because remember we were just like <laughs> yeah. we're raving and shit yeah, yeah but I mean I was after I did ecstasy I went home to take a nap I was over here listening to Dead Prez trying to figure yeah. out a revolution definitely I was definitely listening to Dead Prez that was like the very first protest that I went to for Prop 21 was in front of Oakland City Hall and dead press before. but how did you like my question is yeah. it's so that's so interesting to me because at the age of 16 you you like saw that inequality right mm -hmm. but what was it that like drew you to that was it like dead the press, music? Kidding, was it, no, like, what was it like was it people that you were hanging out with or i think you know again because like we were so exposed to a lot of dark things early you know this is, what do you mean by that um you know like again like uh drugs violence gangs gangs mm -hmm. um you know 90s was different 90s was, 80s was different 80s, 80s and old. 90s were different yeah. 80s, 80s was and 90s. different but then 90s were like just the crack like this, era yeah. and then coming down like the 90s were kind of like settled yeah, down like, still popping our, yeah, in our communities real. during that time period in the 90s filipino community also like very plagued by batak you know very plagued but you know like that's true and then and like the type of uh behavior that also goes with people that are selling it and like all yeah. that other stuff like ecstasy was like the fun <laughs> you know it was, it yeah. was running rampant it was running rampant <laughs> i think that's why like, I, and, triple stack shit yeah. there was no shit. jokes you know there was no yeah. jokes i was kind of scared I that's why those. i think i never like went that oh, route because i i because I, yeah. I, I, I seen people and i was like oh, you don't look like you're having a good time bro no actually i remember <laughs> i actually really remember that like when i hit the peak of it i would always have to run to the bathroom and like throw up oh, like it's really? not like it was not actually a super pleasurable experience you know i think <laughs> i've always, <laughs> I, I always like but like <laughs> eventually but eventually like once i got past that part i was like Chasing writing euphoria. it out and shit it's, but like it yeah, yeah. it's like a not it's weird it is yeah. weird because it's like when you do it like you know it, it's it's all about ecstasy the, right we're talking yeah, about ecstasy, about ecstasy. Okay. it's all about kind of like the vibe right when we were younger like music like they're like other girls and it was just kind of like fun you know and then now like a lot of the dudes they say like oh let's let's go pop a molly i'm like oh who's gonna be there it's like oh just me and the boys i'm like that's weird <laughs> you know what i mean it's like i guess it's yeah, different you're like, Why do I wanna go do yeah, it's like, yeah it's like what are y'all gonna do y'all gonna give each other massages like you know but again it's just kind of like there was dolphins yeah there was, <laughs> oh, there was the dolph dolphins nikes yeah. yeah yeah all of those things so i mean but just to kind of like wrap up that question, yeah, right? Which is that um, because like I, we were exposed to so much so young, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and like I said, there was some dark things, a lot of violence. There was a lot of violence that also yeah. made it um, like 
desirable to escape that violence by taking drugs. True. You know? Yeah. Um, that don't disagree. A lot of unaddressed, like, uh, trauma, childhood trauma. Yeah, yeah. Right, and yeah. then also, like, by design, like, how how much our parents had to work, how how uh, how much we had had no supervision how much there was like again like a no lack cameras of no phones exactly no. <laughs> you're lucky if you had a pager right. yeah. or somebody in your group had a pager right now they got like, ring cameras like, I mean, not yeah. saying, I'm not ring saying this like I didn't have like a like I, I didn't have a you know favorable memories during this time period but like those dark moments and all those other things made me understand that there was something off and then when that's when really yeah that's interesting and then and then, um, you know, like going to a dead pressure, because also hip hop, like being so cl- closely related also to hip. So it's like those experiences and then listening to, you know, like dead press and mm-hmm. KRS one and, you know, like in Nas and all these other things. Immortal Technique. And, well, <laughs> yeah, eventually. And, yeah. yeah. And eventually like Immortal Technique and like other folks and like mm. Grouch and Slug and, you know, like all these things like you start, you know, like, um, you know, really listening you know, to the, the words, like yeah, to yeah. the yeah, to, to the, the message, words, yeah, yeah. to the messaging, and then and then being able to connect the dots and be like, well, my experience is, you know, like a mirror some of this stuff, or like, or I relate to it, you know. So when I found these uh, youth organizations that actually utilized hip hop as a means of activism, so mm-hmm. like there was there was an organization called Third Eye Movement. And, uh, Where is this based out of? San Francisco. Shout out to Third Eye Movement. Shout out yeah. to Third Eye Movement. Shout out to Third Eye Movement. They were amazing. There was a 415 chapter and there was um, a 510 chapter. Mm-hmm. Tony Coleman led up the um, RIP Tony Coleman. He uh, led up the 510 chapter and like with Van Jones too. Like Van Jones was there too. Mm. It was weird. Like Van Jones would say sh- weird ass shit. He used to be saying some weird ass shit. Van Jones, Van Jones? Yeah. Wait, who's Van Jones? He's a he's like a now he's a political talking head, but mm-hmm. like then huh. he was like this lawyer that in Oakland, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, but like he would say shit like, uh, "I was coming out of Yale and Tony Coleman was coming out of jail," and I was like, "Okay, yeah, like <laughs> what the fuck?" <laughs> you know, you know yeah, what I'm like, like, is that a flex? Like, what I don't the fuck? Know. Is yeah. This word? yeah, but like Tony, but Tony and Jasmine, uh, Jasmine was in the uh, four and five chapter, so that was amazing. I mean, sorry. Yeah, the four and five chapter. And she, it was amazing because that was like one of the first times I saw like really strong female leadership. Yeah. Um, to like organize things that were like shows, protests, and things that like utilize these platforms to help educate mm-hmm. people and help right. to empower people and engage people and get people moving, feeling, thinking. And I, I saw the uh, collective power and also the camaraderie that came from that. Yeah. Which was like something that we were chasing, like trying to like doing ecstasy and all these other things right. to like try to feel this closeness, this camaraderie, this like elevation. That's, that's a good connection. Like this, like uh, this elevated consciousness and like the, through like education, through art, through all of these other things, um, Third Eye Movement also provided a space for that. Yeah. Sorry, Jen, go ahead. Yeah. You can hold the mic for the past five minutes. <laughs> all right. This is kind of um, like left field, kind of sensitive uh, question. Uh, do, you, do you think something um, happened like during that time where the, uh, the the powers that be kind of recognized that that was happening, like kind of waking people up? And they do you think they put like uh, some sort of stop to it, which kind of made like the uprising? Yeah, which kind of made music what it is today. I Ooh, think. I that's... mean, I think. I think this is something that's like a millennia of of like the 
battle for a millennial, like we were talking about earlier, is like this balance, right? Mm-hmm. Or lack, lack thereof balance, or whatever, right? Or whatever it is, like there's light and there's dark, yeah. right? And they both exist, and they're constantly like dancing, you know what I mean? Um, and so, yeah, like whenever there's too much light, dark's attracted to it, right? Like the, you know, and then yeah. when there's too much dark, like light needs to come so, in too, you ebbs know? And, flows. Yeah, it, yeah. and it ebbs and flows, and so, um, you know, definitely, like not just, okay, so uh, there is this really interesting, um, what is it, interview with Erica Badu. Okay. Um, and she talks about the frequency um, in music. Oh, in terms of like actual, like sound. Like the tone, yeah, yeah the yeah. tone, the vibration, the frequency. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then like if you, okay, so she talks about it. And so like one of her albums, uh, I think Baduism is like tuned to the to the sound of the womb or something. It's like at the vibration of the womb mm. or like a few of her songs on there are. Mm. Yeah. So she talks about that and trying to like change that vibration to like kind of re-frequent, you know, like to help to correct people's frequency. Yeah. Um, but also like you do more research on it and there's like all these like theories about um, World War II and like as a means of... of uh, shifting people's consciousness and like utilizing like psychological attacks yeah. right that they uh, I think it was like they went from 432 oh like the frequency hertz, of things yeah, yeah, yeah and then put it to 444 I mean well, 40 440 what are, what are those numbers in the, uh, it's like the, it's like for? the vibration it's like the vibration okay. of, of frequency so it's like how fast like the sound waves go yeah and so, like, one, like, it's such a subtle shift. Mm-hmm. Like, one is, like, the tune of our, like, natural natural growth and progression. And then the other one, if it's just, like, slightly out of tune, right, or, like, like a slightly different frequency, then no one feels the difference. Like, no one noticeably sees the difference yeah. or, mm-hmm. like, hears the difference. But, like, they said that by sh- shifting it a little bit, it puts people into a constant state of anxiety. Ah. Uh, you know, where they don't feel... Yeah. It like, kind of invokes, like, uh, an emotion, but it's due physically because of the frequency. Right. <sighs> that's so, fucked. So that's, you know what I mean? So I I think over, t- like, many millennia, there's been, you know, uh, people that understand that vibration like moves masses yeah right um and there's been like another side that's like no because it's fucking up our control and then they'll like do something to like try to suppress it right so like yeah definitely i think you know that the 90s and that that hip-hop activism that was coming out where there was like an elevated consciousness and then all of a sudden you hear shit that's like hella dumbed down it's kind of like laffy taffy yeah i mean it's like you know like not like every other nas album right he talks about it too like for that's why for him to be able to do king's disease is like a big thing the way that he did it right you know like in the way that he did it the one that he did with like hit boy like it was big because like before in his contracts he had to do like one one that was for him, and then the other one that was like the jiggy hits. Yeah, you know what's crazy? I saw this uh, interview. That was all frequency. Yeah, you know, it was yeah. like you're like Uchi Wally. I mean, it was cool, catchy, and shit. But what the fuck? I saw yeah. this interview <laughs> recently. It was a uh, Ice Cube. I think he was like either on a, some podcast or might have been like on some radio show, and he was saying how the the industry, the radio industry, specifically rapping hip hop, is fucked because those who own the labels are also owners of the prisons. So it's the, the private prisons. Yeah, the private prisons. Private prisons. Yeah. So basically, it's like if they are pushing this, 
to drive the youth creating their clientele yes and it's fucked dude and that kind of just it all reflects a capitalism which goes okay stick. so which is a very interesting tie-in so we'll go back to Segway. one of the original uh thing that brought this up was that i got sent away to a scientology boarding school yeah so many questions but yeah mm-hmm. um we, you know like so all of that being true then you know like yes prison industrial complex who owns it who profits from it all these other things what happens when people get there is it helpful is it harmful do people come out and actually be reformed or are they worse than that they came out like when they came out mm-hmm. people's recidivism super high recidivism yeah. meaning their likelihood to continue to like yeah. go into the system super high going into prison or jail right yeah. um, this school had a very high had a very low recidivism the one that you got sent to. The one that I got sent to. Yeah. Because what they focused on, though, um, was how to learn. Yeah. Not what to learn. And then, like, project-based, like, project-based learning, which is, like, which was, like, super helpful. And then actually, like, teaching you how to process yourself. That's L. Ron Hubbard, right? It was L. Ron Hubbard, yeah. So there's, like, then, but then, <sighs> See, like, everything, but then, but then with everything, like, Organizations are weird. Yeah. Humans, they're made up of people. I only know that name because I stayed up late when I was a kid. <laughs> L. Ron Hubbard, like the book, right? Like yeah. it, it'll be pushed on, yeah. on Channel oh, yeah. 24. Dianetics, yeah, the Dianetics yeah. book. Dianetics. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'll, I, I don't like know shit. Like the You see it come out, it's like yeah. earth shaking. It's like. Yeah, I mean, the thing is like, a, just like, I mean, the, like the Catholic Church. There's like fucking weird ass shit yeah. that happens to those humans Absolutely. that are like. Absolutely. They have like. Consolidated power. They do weird ass shit. It's all Reli- bad. Religions are great until people get involved and winning gets involved. <laughs> religions are great until people. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. People be fucking. Somebody like, hey guys, money yeah. fucks it up too. They're like, hey guys, here's God. They're like, yeah, let's take it to another level. Yeah. It's like, uh, y'all need to relax, dude. There's these yeah. people here. <laughs> my, so my question though is, at the time that you got sent to the Scientology school, yeah, there were either. One of your parents. My sign- father. Okay. He was there. a he was a Jewish Scientologist. Oh damn! Lachaim. <laughs> Lachaim. Yeah. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah. Man. So he believed in aliens and and God. Judaism. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Judaism. Yeah. You, be- you believe in aliens? I do. I, I think, do too. I think it's really arrogant for us to think that we're like you know, the only, only ones. <laughs> but do you believe? But did you believe in it more after going to the school of Scientology, or you always had that belief? Oh, I always had that belief. I used to always. Wa- I remember when I was a little kid. I used to always like watch this guy. Your third like, eye was oh, open. Yeah. Your third yeah. eye was open early though. Yes, always. So pers- perspective, right? Uh huh. You're saying that you got sent to a Scientology school where they they, te- they taught you how to kind of process your feelings, and there's like project based things, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think? That maybe since you had that activism blood in you, mm-hmm. right? Both of your parents decided they saw that and then they sent you to that school to refine it. I don't think they, no, I think they, okay. they were literally <laughs> oh, like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> like, like no, then, like yeah. yeah. Simmer down. I went, no, yeah, exactly. That was Simmer. mostly because to them, they didn't, they didn't see all the other work that I was doing. You know, like they didn't understand the activism that I was doing to them. That I was just not doing what I was supposed to be doing, and oh, I was I still see. doing the things that was, you know, like partying and all the other stuff. Like, like to them, they like were Will just, Smith. Like parents don't understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't. Yeah, they were just. My mom. I remember her just being like, "I can't have you in this house." And it was like it was such a heartbreaking moment <sighs> to just be like, she was just like, two weeks after your 16th birthday. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. and like sixteenth of like as a teenager, that's when you're no longer a, like a little kid. Fifteen, right? You're kind of a little kid, but sixteen, you can actually drive and be out, right? Right. right. That's when like most friends start running away from home. Right exactly, around, and right I wasn't. I was already a one runaway at thirteen. Oh no, 
12. I was running away at 12. What'd you bring, what'd you bring, with, you, bring with you the first time you ran away? Yeah, did you have a stick away? and like a blanket tape? You know what's really funny? Actually, this memory comes up often for me, which is like, I remember when I was four years old. Oh, that was like, no. <laughs> okay, I was like, oh, you ran away. <laughs> yeah, yeah cut, cut your pearls. Um, <laughs> uh, my lanta. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my lord. But I remember putting on this red polka dot dress, packing up um, one of those bags, you know, those, uh, the ones that the, <laughs> the, um, cu- the comforters come in. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the, the clear ones. Yeah, the, the clear ones. Yeah. yeah, the tiger, the one with the tiger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. we all got that. Exactly. And so, like, I remember packing that up with whatever belongings that I had. Yeah. What, what toy, and, like, what toy had to be in there? Oh, I can't remember. You know, I'm just fucking shit. No, so that's great, though. I don't know. So Rolling like, in your power wheels <laughs> <laughs> at, like, like, 0.2 miles per hour. Dragging it to the door, and I was like, I'm leaving to go live with Grandma. And my mom was like, let's go for situation. She was like, yeah. You're not allowed to cross the street, though. Oh, my God. There's this, there's this, like, moment. My cousins always laugh about it where, you know, because, like, uh, we have, like, Rottweilers. My family has Rottweilers. Mm. And uh, my mom one day goes, because, like, we had been bringing them to school and like, to get trained so that, like, they weren't just, like, running amok because they got a lot of energy. Uh, and my mom was like, I wish that I could said I could have sent you guys to obedience school. I was like, yeah. Did. Yeah, <laughs> you did. I was out there. Did you not <laughs> get the pamphlet? Are, my cousins <laughs> are like, ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they remind me of that shit all the time. They're like, remember when your mom said that you wanted to send you to obedience school, like the dogs? But you know, they did. <laughs> and your mom, your mom's a Filipino one, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Your mom's a Filipino yeah. one. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And you guys had a family business, correct? Yeah. Well, I. Yeah, I. Um, it became a family business. And. Yeah. That entrepreneur spirit transferred over, and it's not what your parents how how they envisioned oh, that no. the transfer over, yeah. right? Oh yeah, no, they're just like my mom was like, I didn't come here to America so you could sell drugs. <laughs> and I'm just like, like, but dad used to give drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, dad's a dentist and he like prescribes them. <laughs> I thought every dentist was like uh, Steve Martin from uh, the Little Shop of Horrors. Yo, I can't, dude. I don't know what it is. The about. laughing guys like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is about dentists. A dentist and um, when you go to the opt- uh, ophthalmologist uh, or an optometry visit, like I cannot, like I have to hold myself from laughing because they're like this up, up in you, right? Oh and I'm yeah, just like, it's crazy. They're like, like all up in your yeah, face. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, I'm like, are you doing this shit on purpose? Because you see I'm about to laugh because I'm about to crack the fuck up and that would be weird. Right? I hate when they be talking to you with like open end ass questions. They're like, so how's your day? You're like, ah, it's not. Was your dad your dentist? He's like, so uh, what grade did you get? Yeah. yeah. A C? Yeah, exactly. yeah, my dad was my dentist. I would like, he, he was crazy. I, re- I remember like, cause he he didn't. You have great teeth, by the way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, was he? Was like, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was like testament to my pops. R.I.P. Pops. Uh, Rest in peace. Yeah. Rest in peace, Pop. Yeah. So he, uh, I remember sitting in the chair while he was like cleaning my teeth or whatever, and I would. Uh, look up and into his glasses, and I would watch him. What he was oh, doing. Oh yeah. Yes. yeah! You yeah. seen the water sprinkle or like, like, like all the things? Oh, like, like, you, like all you, of you, it. Are you trying to purposely gleek? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all kids don't know what the fuck gleek's about. No, no, we have to invent games. <laughs> Spitting water and, through your teeth, gleeking. But it's like our parents were like, I used to put a string on a spider. And yeah. You're like what the. Fuck? 
Yeah. You used to make a spot race. Out pet. Yeah, make exactly. Them race, like crickets. That's oh, crazy, dog. Right. What is that about? Oh, like we were spitting there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't like, you know, like I'm nature. scared of spiders. Oh, but let's spit on each other. It's like, that's crazy. <laughs> I know. We're a weird era. To, we're a weird uh, generation because we had no internet. Then, mm. then we seen the birth of it and yeah. like how mm-hmm. it transformed to like what it is now. Yeah. Right. And it's, right. it's almost like, like now I can't see myself without it. Right. True. Right. I feel like my thumb like had gained like a new muscle. It's weird because of the way that I hold my. You think we're being tracked? You think we're being tracked? You think we're being tracked? Oh, definitely. Tracked? I, I don't. I don't. I don't allow. I don't allow. I don't allow either. I don't allow anything. I'm like, I don't. Wait, those are actual cookies, right? Because I was allowed them. Pink. Like what? Like, uh, like, like Anthony's cookies? cookies? Yeah, they don't send you cookies? Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Let's, so you went from uh, marijuana ventured in, uh, and you're, you're... Which I'm still, I'm still in yes. cannabis, yeah. Cannabis mm. space. And then, uh, say, pe- people in the industry call it cannabis. Weed, you so you so weed. Weed, yeah. But now you you have you have uh, expanded your pro- portfolio. Uh, I. I've been staring at this since we've been on the pod. Could, could you please explain what what's happening with you in in this space? Nice days, yeah. <laughs> yes. Is it with a Z? No. Oh, nice day. This, ain't, a, this, this ain't for the streets, dog. <laughs> it's not actually. It's not for the streets. It's not. No, this is not for the streets. This is you know like again, um, we're we're in a really interesting time period. Yeah, um, we are. Right and like it's crazy because like we you were exa- younger. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. You and I, we used to do a lot of drugs. We, yeah, we used to do ecstasy. And do, mushrooms. Right. <laughs> Holy shit. The thing is now, even in I a saw peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> I, saw, I saw an article <laughs> today that like uh, the U.S. is one step closer to MDMA treatment. Mm-hmm. Right. If you think about it, yeah. You know they used weed for glaucoma and to treat other symptoms, uh, cancer patients to have them eat psilocybin, different psychedelics. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Have so many like therapeutic uh, uses. Yes. Uh, PTSD, addiction, uh, depression, all of these things. And now it's kind of coming to light. Yes. I mean, even with MDMA, it was also de- already designed for therapeutic use. Yeah. They're right. like, oh, uh, they're one step closer. I was like, I've been, I've been on that step. I've been on that step. We've yeah. been doing that. <laughs> I mean, but we were, we were literally self-medicating because yeah. we were also yeah. going through a lot of traumas. And we True. were also addressing all of these things that we, we know now and have names for now, but we were just wilding when we were kids you know um but like you know um oregon has already put legislation on the books that allows for therapeutic use of psilocybin um what is psilocybin psilocybin okay so psilocybin is the let's talk all right this is fun yeah this is fun um so psilocybin is the um psychoactive element in um mushrooms right just like thc is the psychoactive element in cannabis and th- is this only available in in mushrooms like psilocybin is, is there other ways to extract it besides well, that's no no there's there, there's uh, like there's other things that are available in other mm-hmm. plants that um that but they're not psilocybin yeah so actually no there's two things for for mushrooms it's psilocybin and psilocin and psilocin yeah psilocybin right psilocin psilocin i think yeah so psilocybin is psilocin sorry guys let me bring it back so bring it back so for my my so yeah let's just do this right now so for my understanding right psilocybin psilocybin isn't what gets you high right so what psilocybin is is that you ingest psilocybin and then when you're converts to psilocybin yeah it converts to psilocybin when your stomach acids or you can put lemon on it correct 
Ding 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 ding. Okay, so here, so if you, I like, I like it. Any, any, any citrus? I like yeah. So allegedly, any citrus, any citrus, or it has to be lemon. Mostly lemon. Yeah, it breaks it down. So yeah. allegedly, from personal use. Yeah. Uh, I steeped some mushroom tea and then I put a ton of fucking lemon in there. Mm-hmm. And what that does is instead of breaking it down in your body, it hits you hard and fast. What it, it's called uh, bioavailability. Yeah, and yes. so, so I was watching like bioavailability, uh, <laughs> and I was like, I got like sorry, I, I, thought I, had, I, I thought I had a chance. I was like, I'm gonna take this. I'm gonna go downstairs, smoke a cigarette. That did not happen. Mm-mm. Yeah, I went downstairs like, uh, and then I went upstairs, watched. Uh, now you see me too, and I couldn't understand the plot. I couldn't understand the plot. Who's talking? I was like, I was like. Oh. You know, next thing, it's like, I was like, are they, is this real magic? I was like, what's going on here? So, yeah. I'm dead. Yeah, so it, dude, it's like. I shrunk the kids. Oh, <laughs> yeah, man. it's crazy. Like, oh, my God. Here's, here's, an, here's another interesting fact, right? A lot of people who just take psilocybin have different uh, reactions to it mm-hmm. in terms of how much you have to take. Right. There are people who, for example, shout out to. Wonderland Medicinal. Wonderland hey. Travel Agency. Yeah, hey, uh, I know somebody who had... Oh, you couldn't t- just let mine stand so, alone. I'm sorry. Family is family. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. No, but, no, but I, know somebody, I know somebody who had to take an entire half bar to feel just a yeah. little something. Yes. Yeah, Granted, right. they felt like they were dying later on, but that's what you get. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, like uh, people have to learn their dosing. It's really important. Like the dosings are important. So yes. that's why with a, pro- a lot of the products that we design, we have... A dosing chart. Um, a dosing chart. We have several different. We have like uh, the uh, statement stack. So yeah. Paul Statements, who did fa- Fantastic Fungi, um, is available on Netflix. You can learn more about stuff um, on through that. Um, but like I've been working with this uh, this you know uh, these producers at uh, Nice Days for a minute. Um, these capsules, the like yellow ones on the, the yellow ones on the table, po- yeah. point three, point four. No, these ones are point two five. Oh, so that's micro dosing. Yes, okay. like these okay. are designed, um, and then we have even lower ones. The statement stacks are like even lower. So it's can like, you cook with that with mm-hmm. the micro dosing? Like cook like, like you know, it, like if I was making a masubi and I just wanted to top it off. Yeah, you can, um, yeah, 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 I don't know yeah, if it'll taste any better. Than yeah, you can yeah. just put it on. Yeah, you if can I put it on whatever. <laughs> but these ones are so so light. You mm-hmm. know, it's not. Yeah. It's like uh, what they call. Uh, well, these ones depends again on your sensitivity. Yeah. Some people have said that it makes them feel a little zoomy. Um, what do you mean by zoomy? Like you know how you you know how like when you're. When your kids like running back and yeah, forth, yeah, that's actually like a dog term where they're just like squirrel, 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 squirrel. I've heard, I've, I've heard people have kind of like a like a mentally they're able to kind of think more outside of the box. Uh, yeah, so that's yeah. what I was gonna say during the during the pandemic. Um, there was a lot of things that I was like ruminating on that I couldn't uh, ruminating, ruminating. Okay, I couldn't like break the cycles on. It was really hard, um, and like there was just. You know, during the pandemic, you had more time to think about shit too, and so like it was everyone's just sitting like, still. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, getting the zoomies now. Um, <laughs> no, so like enough of that. You know, just a little bit of that though, right? So a point two five, like it gave me just enough um, perspective shift yeah. to choose a different route. Route. Yeah. In yeah. this nice. in this micro dose, how was how was that prepared? It is just ground up. So these are also these micro doses. All the micro doses that are from nice days mm. um are all strain specific oh mm. does, does it state the strain on the box 
not on this one, oh, but like when, but the packaging, sample. like it goes, yeah, this is a sample. Yeah. But it, like it, um, in the packaging, it, it does, it's, it states what the strain is. And so, yeah. what are the legal, w- yeah. like, what's the legalities for like, for like, for like a uh, mushroom intake? Yes. And- currently, okay, currently in Oakland and in San Francisco, Santa Cruz. In Santa Cruz, yeah. um, there's an organization called Decrim Nature mm-hmm. that had worked really, really hard on putting some legislation on the books. Yeah. Um, so they are what they call lowest priority of enforcement. People say that it's decrimmed, but it's not actually decrimmed. It's lowest Federal, priority of yeah. enforcement, which is like the same place that cannabis was right for them. Well, for the, yeah, right before they put um, state legislation on the books. Right. So like. Um, Oakland had a you know like Measure Z shops and other things because it's like the lowest you know like priority of enforcement. So San Francisco, Oakland, and um, Santa and Cruz. Santa County, Cruz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think next year pretty much it, it's going to be it, yeah. it's going to be it's going to be legal. There's yeah. a there's an organization called Oakland Hyphae. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do a um, spell that spell Hyphae. No. <laughs> Half a day. Um, oh, hey. Half a day. Um, to all the Chamorans out there. Um, so H Y P H A E. Okay, and what what is that okay. exactly? So, yeah, so they have a psilocybin cup, and they also do they're, like it's a primarily. POC based, but oh, also like a grading system, like, kind of like the cannabis cup. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. And so okay. they have like a lab. I was like, look at this cup, and I was like, great cup. <laughs> yeah, red cups. I, no, they so they do, um, they do testing. Mm-hmm. They um, hold uh, different educational sessions, workshops, like all these things where they're very like very involved in um, helping to elevate, um, you know, the the science around around mushrooms, and so. Um, they actually just submitted some legislation, some, um, what is it called? Uh, This is like citizen-generated like legislation and proposed it. Um, They just dropped it off last week, so we'll see if it gets picked up. And this is, uh, is is it medical for for consumption or is it recreational? Well, I mean, everything even... Everything, even recreational, recreational is like a level of like medicinal mm-hmm. purpose. You know, I don't know. Shit, so, so that's why. True, it's true. You know, and the same thing with cannabis. You yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. A, to split it, it's kind of weird, and then that's where people develop like fucked up habits and or like bad practices because we like sp- like split it away from each other. And be like, is it therapeutic or is it yeah recreational? Mm. And it's just like, um, I mean, re- recreational therapeutic. I don't know. You know, <laughs> hey, I do like to re- recreate, <laughs> recreate, <laughs> or procreate. So something that I learned though too that's very interesting about mushrooms though is that it doesn't actually stimulate your body to like produce like more serotonin or more dopamine or more, like things like that it's not oh, like like other drugs like other drugs like yeah. or like drinking right yeah. like it, it doesn't like spike your hormonal production oh interesting so it like um the psilocin binds to the serotonin receptors yeah but it doesn't actually it's like let's go for a ride bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you're like oh this yeah. like this likes me you know like and like yeah, I, <laughs> it's like swings on the receptors. It's like, Wait. I, I do want to uh, touch on something that you said, right? In terms of like the uh, Justin felt that one. on that ride. He's like, yeah, he was swinging. Y'all see the y'all see the waves. I was stuck sweeping my garage for, for, for like an hour. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But it was like it was like dude, it was like fifteen minutes, dog. Yeah. 
And then, anyway, so. Me too, me too. So, like, uh, it's very important, right? What you said, how there are people, independent companies that are doing lab tests yes. on different candy bars or different products that are out there. Mm-hmm. Because there have been already mm-hmm. independent lab studies that show that some, I'm not gonna say any names, mm-hmm. some of those popular mushroom bars contain zero psilocybin. Oh. What instead they contain are low dose DMT, Oof. which is yeah. not. It's, that's not it, fam. No, and it's not cool to like give people shit that they're not signing up for. Yeah, because yeah, you know? right, see, and that's what that's what fucks it up, right? That's what makes it a capitalist. It's yeah. like, yeah, now you're just trying to stretch that dollar. Now you're trying to cut corners, right? Right. That's fucked up, y'all. It's yeah, fucked up, yeah, and that's yeah, exactly, and that's why. Like you said, like the the companies that are willing to go the distance to like have yeah. to to have some kind of integrity to integrity, yeah, yes. So yeah, it's important. Same thing with same thing with cannabis. Like the thing is, it's like you can definitely like pay for like uh, street, you know, like street valued can- cannabis right now. Yeah, which is like, I mean, it's cool because you're like no tax, bro. I, but at the same time, like you, you don't know, know what you're buying. you don't know. Like they've been spraying that shit to make it more purple and like Shout all this other name. stuff. Ooh, ooh! <laughs> you were really off. Nade, so Nadine. What was it at the Third Street liquor store oh, off the Nade too? Yeah. But so, I can't stop him up, even though. So it's funny. Oh, I, I love that he knows that verse. It's. I have a question. I had a friend who uh, came into town. And they're like, yo, can you get me some weed? I was like, yeah, I'll take you to a shop. He said, no, I don't want that weed. Mm. I was like, okay. So I went and found him weed that's not available at a shop. Like, is it, I I think what he said, or what, if I remember correctly, is that the shop stuff is too powerful? Oh. Is that a thing? Like, do you um, hear that? You, people are like, okay, so like, oh, this people, is instead such a of good like, conversation. Yeah. I like this conversation. Like, with this yeah, before in the nineties, they're like, don't give me that bammer weed, and then now yeah. they're like, uh, maybe just give me a little bit. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Yeah, give me a little bit. Like mid, no, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, okay, so this is what, it was such an interesting phenomena that happened because like I used to have a delivery service. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my brother's delivery service, right? Mar- uh, Mirage Medicinal. Shout to Mirage. Uh, prior to. Uh, like uh, 64 you know like yeah 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 mm-hmm. and like that was you know that was like Prop like the gold that was like the golden days the golden era yeah it was nice though because it's 93 like you could, you could like talk to folks and like the conversation was like okay well what is it that you're ailing with um, this is pre-apps so everything was a phone call yeah. right I had like yeah. a I had my little I know phone. I was like she demonstrated two phones <laughs> 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 yeah exactly, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I'll bring a switchboard in this yeah. 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 So you know like um but I was like oh so what are you wailing with you know um you know this is what I have you know are you looking for something that's body are you looking for something that's the head you Did you for- ever say indica in the couch indica, well, yeah, 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 yeah what are you ailing with indica in the couch <laughs> <laughs> I'm like just remember in the cut in the couch <laughs> which is actually also not accurate right because <laughs> You know, you all know. y'all use that on me. I still felt like I was gonna pee myself. You know, because like everything's a hybrid now, and like THC is in everything. So like it's actually the terpene content that really changes the the experience with cannabis, and like that's where the consumer needs to start moving towards is like understanding. It's like what am I looking to have the experience in? Because like everything has THC in it. Yeah, yeah. 
right? So like it's really, and then now everything's a hybrid, so it's like really the variation of like the different terpenes, and like terpenes are essential oils, right? So like. Did you just put your hands on it after you said that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> essential oils. No. I was like, no, are, I was looking. No, I was looking. Sorry, I was looking because I like sometimes I have essential oils in my pocket. So <laughs> oh, I, thought, I thought she was like, I thought she put an exclamation no, mark. Uh, sorry. Where's I, my lighter? No. <laughs> I thought she was like, I, was, I, I, thought, I thought she was like. Terpenes are essential oils. <laughs> 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 I support this thing. No, I'm like, I was like looking because sometimes I do have like an essential oil in my pocket because it, like, that's what I was going to say. It's like, it, isn't, yeah. it isn't there. Um, but like they are like the smell that comes, like the like um, chemical that comes out of like oranges, mm-hmm. pine, mm-hmm. like all these, you know, those are the things that, you know, you go and you see and like that affects your nervous system right so like if you have like if you have like a lavender oil or like yeah. a lavender essential oil uh, and then it like helps that's a calming, calming right? Yeah. right and so Johnson cannabis, and Johnson put me on game <laughs> <laughs> Johnson and Johnson <laughs> y'all see y'all, y'all see Justin the purple Justin. bottle boy that's funny that's good cause <laughs> so <God damn> you. <laughs> uh, cannabis actually produces Linalool, which is, is linalool is the two terpene found in lavender, and mm. cannabis produces it, right? And then, and then like limonene or um, or citrine, like that's found in lemons. Cannabis produces that shit too. It's such a magical plant. It really is a magical plant. So like those are the things that actually affect the the experience, yeah. Because it like that's the one that changes your nervous system, you know, like experience with it. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know how we got on that subject anymore. But, uh, <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> what, what is, in your way, the purest way to, to taking cannabis? Oh. Yo, I like that question. Because hmm. uh, na- na- now yeah. it's the, the vape, old school one. Like yeah. the, the volcanoes. The no, the one that looks like a, like a pencil sharpener. The wooden box. Yeah, yeah the wooden that, box. The wooden. Oh with, yeah, and then it had the, like a little. Yeah, 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 exactly. Where it looks like you're, you're about to be like Roger and Zap. Because <laughs> it's just it's just heating it, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's just like it's just uh, yeah. you know like it's taking like you're not smoking any of the biomatter, mm. so you don't have the same carcinogens, right? Which are like the things that turn your lungs black. Mm-hmm. You're just taking off the essential oils and like those things. So like those little balls that are those are, like. And they're like, ooh, sparkly huh? yeah. on the cannabis. Like, it's just like, that. Stick. Yeah. 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 Okay. So oh, this is no all. Judgment. Th- yeah, no judgment. No judgment, please. Sorry. It's a sensitive subject. Sorry. We've only been talking about it for the past eighty episodes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'll feel I'll feel like I piss myself, and then I'll start uh, tapping around my crotch to make sure I don't pee myself. And then if I'm in public, I will get paranoid because I feel like people will see me trying to touch my crotch, and then I spin out of control. How do I smoke weed or do that without feeling that way? You know what? Okay. <laughs> Things. Not all things are for all people. All right, so basically Please. there's no there's no all right, there's no hope. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> we have something called an endocannabinoid system. Endocannabinoid system. Correct. Um, you are putting the science in Scientology right yeah. now. <laughs> Dropping science. I was just waiting for that to come. You <laughs> asked for it. <laughs> I did though by telling that story. But they taught me how to learn. So yeah, that's, exactly. <laughs> you know, testament to that. It's called, uh, shout out to Applied Scholastics. Okay. <laughs> so, um, you know. Um, Anubis. 
endocannabinoid system. So like it's actually really interesting because like if you see the endocannabinoid system and where it like falls on the body when they do um when they do like these diagrams online and stuff. Yeah. Um and then you see like Chinese medicine meridian lines. Ooh. Very similar. Like the herbal like the herbal Chinese yeah. like Eastern, Eastern Eastern medicine. Yeah, Eastern her- herbal medicine. Yeah. Like um very similar, right? Because like those you know, like our bodies have receptors, yeah. you know, like in them and stuff. So um, our bodies produce a natural, two natural cannabinoids. I'm like, people pronounce that in multiple ways. So, but they have, we produce two. One is uh, anandamide, mm. root word ananda, Ooh. Sanskrit meaning bliss. Sanskrit. Yeah. That's why I like putting a nod to solve. With cheese? With cheese. With butter and sugar. If, if you toast that, yeah. then I'm the... Not the salt. Everybody knows. Mmm, bliss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Where's... Hey, sorry, go ahead. That's hella that good, though. Only just hot. Now, I, yeah, I'm thinking it's about it with a little bit of, I'm like, butter yeah. and chocolate. Not chocolate. Sorry, sugar. Not chocolate. Sugar. Yeah, sorry about that. Sorry, go ahead. No, oh, okay. So, nanamide, known as the bliss hormone. Got it. Right? Sometimes... Our bodies don't end up producing enough of it. Like we oh. have like constant trauma, we have mental, emotional pain, whatever it is. Our our huh. bodies are thrown out of homeostasis. What does that mean? Okay. <laughs> out of out of homeostasis. So off balance. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Off okay. balance. I mean, he just explained the whole thing. <laughs> Gus like I'm just that motherfucker. I don't know how much he says is, is fact. Yeah, so it is. I, I, I do I my research, it. I take it for what it is, <laughs> and I, I fact check That's later. Okay. Shout out so to kidding. Teresa who doesn't say anything to me. I'm like, you can't do that. And she's like, oh yeah, I can. She's like, oh I can't do that. I was like, oh who said that on IG? And I was like, <laughs> so. Uh, so yeah, you know, like it throws our body off of home, like things that happen in life throws our body off of homeostasis. Sometimes we can't produce Recovery. enough of like natural. Like cannabis, like mm-hmm. cannabinoids, you know. Panadizol. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to get that shit out of my head now. Um, but you know, um, just like any other animal, right? We seek out natural things in our environment that can help to supplement. Mm. Human beings that found that cannabis has something that it, you know, the body may need at some point. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? It like will help produce that. It will, yeah, yes, yes. Or just like, similar to like psilocybin, like it it will supplement it. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like go to Uchiban Vegas, yeah. Vegas, something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's, but, the, what's the second one? And the other one's like, uh, what is it called? Like ATC, I think it's called. or AC, uh, I'm blanking out, but it's found in breast milk. So... <laughs> Press you say, <laughs> so hold on. Made my day. So okay, so so two questions. Yeah. Uh, one is for the dads here. Have you ever tried breast milk? I, I was told to. I was told to try it. I have You're tried, right? it, just, I, yeah. I tried it. It tastes like it tastes my like, wife. It tastes oh, okay. like melon juice. Really? It, well, I mean, it does. But you hate melons. I hate cantaloupe. Hate cantaloupe. Like yeah, but I is that why they called them melons? Hey. Hey. Melon, melon. <laughs> Jan, have you? Ooh. Yeah, Justin, have you? No. 
Yeah. Uh, for some reason, I feel like I've out never of all tried of, it either. So yeah, for some you know reason, what? like the warmth. But. For some reason, <laughs> for some reason, out of all guys, I feel like you've probably drank the most breast milk. Yeah, and I you're did. like, you're single now. You don't even have kids. Different bro. variations of breast <laughs> yeah, exactly. milk. It's so yes, funny. you have like yeah, yeah, the different variations. But we only allowed one anyway. So it's found in breast milk. Yes. Okay. Breast okay. milk, and then also like the natural hormone that is produced in our body. Yeah. So yeah, like. Uh, um, you know, like, that's why, especially that's why I appreciate these natural, like, me- medicines, really. Yeah. You yeah. know, because it's like before recreational use of drugs, like the where we started off the conversation, yeah. right? It was like fucking partying, doing all this like, crazy shit, whatever, not understanding it. Yeah. You know, but well, then like, <laughs> now we get it. Yeah. Now we get it, though, you know, because it's like, you know, we're further along in life. We've made some transformation and stuff. Yeah. And now we like understand that this has psilocybin in it and it converts to psilocin and then it binds to our receptors and it allows us to have these experiences yeah. and like all these other things recovery like, as well yeah right my question for you is what about ketamine ketamine also it's that's kind of like lab form isn't it mm-hmm. but it also provides a therapeutic uh or has a therapeutic use as well right i've i've heard um uh, i've had friends that have actually had like, yeah. ketamine therapies yeah um it seems to really um, help them in guided spaces. Yes. Whereas, like people that have just done ketamine, I've seen them with like no guidance. Um, I've, I don't know, they, I've also they, seen they, that with no guidance. Right, and, they, and like it's the the res- uh, the effect or uh, the impact. Like you can tell the difference. That's yeah. all I'm saying. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Okay. You can tell the difference. Yeah, you can tell who did too much and who had some help. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, had some guidance. Had you know, like uh, did it with some intention. You know. It's it's weird though because if I feel like there's this gray line that you've always kind of walked teetered like yeah. your whole life to where you know life's gray yeah like my hair hey you know it's good <laughs> that's, that's, I, that's how it goes. or mine like their own salt and pepper salt and pepper <laughs> salt and pepper here do you like, do you ever you ever uh, we ever worry that you might steer to right. Or left, or left. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I did go like completely. I got sent away. <laughs> <laughs> but see, you, you, you got know. sent away yeah. on, only because yeah, um, I went too far on the other side. Though I was, it was. It but was that's, bad. Only, that's only one year, though, right? You got sent away for one year. I got sent away for one. Well, two years. I got sent away for two years. Um, but like, uh, it was like four years of like. Oh, like the fuckery uh, that yeah residual like effect. No, oh no, four years of fuckery that led up to me getting sent away. So, do you, so yeah. oh, in retrospect, okay. you can't. You do think that you you deserved it, or um, I part of the journey. I like I have now come to terms with that as yeah. part of the journey. Mm. Um, like I said, like it was a it was a hard thing because it was just like my my parents can't deal with me. Yeah, like this, I'm their responsibility, and they can't deal with me. That, and like that's I, at I'm, a personal and I'm, level, like, rejected, right? Yeah. yeah, and like feeling like super rejected. But like, um, but that shit wasn't free though, right? No, yeah, that right. Was like there, like, that was my you know college. Many, that was my college tuition. Do you know how many mouths he had to look at to get that? Sentence? Oh, exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was mad. He was mad when I came back too. He was just like, so <laughs> he was like, "Don't fuck this up," and I had like a razor thin like margin of error. Yeah. So, I have, so with, with weed, right? With with the weed becoming legal, what what was probably the most ridiculous thing that you've seen? Where you're like, "All right, like." It's it's legal, but it's like all right. This is like a little bit too much. I mean, there's so much like fucking like weed is regulated like plutonium, like worse than plutonium. Like this shit is like, uh, like to sell a fucking eighth of weed is like 
days of paperwork. Like it's so dumb. But you I'm you made you, you made it to where to, to where it's, so e- it's easier stupid. for people. I'm just it's easier for people now. Like you you were part you were part of the that for people. No, it's not easier for people. It we are not in a good place. Like we need so much reform. We need so much reform. It is not Why? in a good place. Like our, our but, but you, the, the stuff that you've done in Oakland that's that's made a change, right? There's yeah the work that we've done in social equity has uh, made. Was so crucial and it was social equity of cannabis of of cannabis. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. it's important work and it's been spreading across the country and people in many different states are taking it, uh, taking up the mantle, making it their own. You know, like really adding and growing it to like what it means for their communities. It's important work. You know, it like it it made room for people to be in this space and to and to be able to find some footing but like people again like people are hanging on by threads right like if people don't shop it people go to like get you know street valued weed that are that's not tested you don't know what it's is in there you know what i mean like like these businesses these small businesses will not survive you know and so um i'm like this sweater the equity like is your weed certified certified, yeah so the equity trade is a certification and like, if you see this logo on weed, then you are supporting a network of people that are one supporting each other in small business ecosystems. Also, like small farmers. POC. POC. Yeah. Name three that come to mind in no order that that you you feel people should people should support. Yes, um, Agricola Farms, um, Sanctuary Farms, and. Um, those are the ones that came like off the top. And no disrespect to no one she didn't mention. Yeah, this yeah. Is just... definitely. He only gave me three, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then um, I'm gonna also say uh, Clarified Confections, mm. um, just because like two of those are flower companies, and then Clarified is a uh, edible brand. So just to be able to like give people like if they're not smokers, then mm-hmm. at least like an edible. And at Clarified's nice too because. They have uh, ghee butter, they have oh. capsules, they have um, cookies, you know, so they have different options on that one for, for folks too. But um, these, these network, you know, this network that we have is is crucial and we're hoping, we're actually working on a documentary right now um, about the people that are in the network. Yeah. And um, so also shout out to folks like SF Roots and... Mm. Um, and Conscious Minds and Oakland Extracts, who's in the network, you know. Um, but, you know, they, you know, these uh, these brands are, are tiny, small batch. They mm-hmm. like, And again, the regulation is so heavy. And the tax is high. And the taxes are high and it's still federally illegal, you know, like illegal, federally illegal. So, like, we have what they call the Al Capone Law, which is 280E. It's a tax law. What does that mean? That means that you have to pay your taxes, but you can't write anything off. <laughs> So, you know, so like it, yeah, so it just like, you know, so like people are like, if you're selling cannabis right now in a POC selling cannabis right now, um, during this time period, you're there because you need to be there. You're not there because you're, um, making any major dough. Like even the bigger cannabis companies are not making a lot of dough. You know what I mean? They're barely like, people are just barely keeping lights on right now. I've heard, I've heard this crazy, um, Somebody told me this crazy story about how cannabis like industries, cannabis companies are ran under law. Basically, let's say for example, you grow a plant, right? Mm-hmm. That plant is tagged. Mm-hmm. So if that plant is tagged and now you're sitting on it and it's excess, right? 
and you know let's say for example it was another brand uh, another like let's say it was clothing right mm-hmm. you can have like a warehouse sale and have a fire sale right. or send it off to other places right with cannabis you can't that's why it's tagged you can't sell it out of state or else you'll get a, yeah you'll get in trouble correct so basically they just incinerate it yeah it's really sad when we it's have to destroy f- cannabis like it's like that's it's crazy. painful because the thing is also is like we come from a place in california where we had medical legislation yeah. like medicinal legislation and uh from a compassionate like it was the compassionate care act yeah and uh, we were able to give product to like veterans to people that had chronic illnesses like has the tax lupus. write-off no just the being able to do it though okay like as like uh people that had lupus cancer like all these other things yeah. and it was such a big part of our culture right yeah. like it's like the, the thing of like connecting people and taking care of folks because it's like I had patient, like I had patients, like little patients on my delivery service that like you would need to deliver to them because they're not gonna get up and get on a bus or dry themselves because they're in pain. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like we're and we're not allowed to do that. And like there is, there are people like uh, shout out to like Sweet Leaf Joe and like um, Recompass and all these other um, really amazing activists that like fought to have um, this like this uh, carve out for compassionate care which is like I don't know why they made it like a temporary legislation it's supposed to time out now the activists have to like fight for it again it's like it's a really annoying process of, it's, of a human. Door, right? it's just like it's just like good things they don't allow it to last where like things that suck they let allow it to perpetuate kind of thing and so like good people have to waste energy instead of doing good things they have to go back and fight for their ability to do good things why do you so, think that is it's part of oppressive systems like we were talking about before. They're like, they're like, this is too late. We gotta go and fuck this shit up. But even so, with that, and this is kind of off topic. But even with that being said, right, there was that one proposition that was passed in San Francisco that's causing a lot of like the bipping, right? What do you mean? Oh, the one uh, well, about in, in California. In California, California. Yeah. So yeah. like, if under a G, yeah, oh, under a G. And, and I saw, yeah. yeah, I saw this crazy thing. Oh, because they like let people and they were letting people out for like mm-hmm. doing that. Yeah, 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 like a slap on the wrist, right? Let's say for example, somebody robs like four different stores and they take it like, uh, like nine hundred dollars from each store, right? Mm-hmm. And they say you can, it's like in upwards of like two thousand or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say, Ooh. so basically that's <laughs> instead, <No more>. sure. <laughs> instead of instead of getting like uh, one. Citation for everyone. It, it's one citation per right. Mm-hmm. So you're not getting charged for the two thousand. You're getting charged for four different acts of nine hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and that's why it keeps happening, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it, I guess if you if you were to look at that, you can almost flip it and say that like that's that's kind of like uh, making ourselves oppress ourselves, right? Okay, this is a I love I love this conversation so much because this is actually like crime and punishment is like one of my favorite topics to study. Yeah. That's what I studied actually for the limited time that I was in college. I did see that. <laughs> yeah, so like criminal justice <laughs> yeah. is what I studied. Um, also based on like everything that I had talked about because right. I had I, I went to an alternative incarceration space. I went to, you know, like had this other experience. Worked in different programs as well, right? Worked in different programs, right? But like crime and punishment doesn't necessarily like, okay, question. Were you guys like get in trouble with your parents? Like what was the way that they like we got punishment. hit or took shit away. Yeah, so well, they, they either like good, corporal punishment. Yeah, it was like good cop, bad cop, right? Mm-hmm. Or like, to, or like, remove something that you found valuable, and they're like, okay, that's this is we're punishing you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was punishment. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Okay, so when I got sent to that boarding school, so this is so ironic too, because you're like, where is this at now with your organization? Anyways, um, it was about accountability. 
Right. Right. So you're like, you cause harm, you cause damage. How are you going to repair the damage and the harm? Which is not what we have. We have crime and we have punishment. So it's like sit in the corner, face the wall. Mm-hmm. No, you know, have no light, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, um, face a lot of violence, face all this other shit, which does it like help a person or does it hurt a person? Yeah, Where, I, I can see that. Depends yeah. on the person, right? Yeah. Depends on the person. It depends on the yeah, person. Yeah, some, people, yeah. some people get like tough love and they'll understand and then there are other people it. who yeah, will depends. kind of like, uh, yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Whereas like in a in a space where we focus on accountability versus punishment, then now a person has to do what it, they have to do to repair the damage and earn trust back. So we're, so if, okay, so you the know, Which is like hella different. Yeah, it is. Right? So like what happens if People are caught bipping and all that shit, and then now they have to make the glass, mm. replace the glass. So you're talking like, you're talking like something that's directly related to the crime. Possibly, I'm just saying yeah, as, yeah. as an example, right? Like, what what would that do that would make it different if they were now like, okay, well, this is the harm that you caused. Yeah. So now you have to repair the damage. You know what I mean? I see what you're saying. Like so. Like, for instance, I thought about that, too. You remember those fucking kids that, like, drove the car off of, uh... Like oh, off of the street? stairs. Yeah, off the stairs. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah that's right. That shit was fucking crazy. Like, crazy. Completely. Like, it is crazy. Oh, my God. Like, so much could have happened, right? Yeah. But, like, what happens if, like, it wasn't that they had to sit in jail or, like, something like that, but they had to pour the concrete, repair the, repair the damage, mm-hmm. yeah. plant the things... You be there, be accountable for this space, make sure that people are safe. You know, like yeah. what happens if, like, the, like, whatever that piece of accountability becomes something where the person has to repair the harms? Yeah. You know, like, what, what, do, like, I, I think about that shit. I mean, I just think about that shit. So, you know would, you, would you say that, just in, just in theory, right? Would you say that that would happen along with incarceration or separate? It de- I guess it would depend. Yeah. I guess it would depend. On the severity, right? On the severity. Yeah. You know what I mean? That so like some people can't be like, okay, so that was like another thing too. It's like people say that you can't heal in an environment that made you sick. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Like that's like what that's a theory. Okay. Right. So like um if someone within their environment like becomes completely like ailing you can't have them there like because then they make everyone else sick yeah one one bad apple spoils a bunch right what? so like you have to like remove them mm-hmm. from like from the space because then it like causes causes harm and then you have and then they have to figure out how do how do they earn their space like back there if that's the way they want to go yeah how do they earn the trust yeah to go back into that space you you love san francisco so much I have a tag in my limbs. What is... It was painful. <laughs> so, s- San Francisco now, Oof. right? Oof. Like, what is what is your thoughts on and views of what San Francisco has become in the last couple of years? Great question. Oof. You know, I have this conversation a lot with a lot of my friends and a lot of folks, you know? Yeah. And, again, things go through cycles. Not everything's great all the time. Yeah. You know? Um it is disappointing to see where it's at right now. Yeah. But then it sucks that we're like, where are the adults? And then we look around and we're like, oh, fuck, where, where are the, the adults? adults? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? So it's, again, it's like, what is our agency to make it cool? What is it our agency to make it safe? What is our agency to do all those things? It's like we, we keep on pointing to other people. We're like, it's like mm-hmm. that fucking... Um, Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah Spider-Man. Spider-Man and you're yeah. just like, they're pointing everywhere else, but it's like, it's all the same person. So, Do you um, feel it's how much... How much percentage in your minds 
in your mind, would it be that it's it's London Breeze? <sighs> I, I don't. I think it's really unfair to exactly. put everything on her. Exactly. You agree? You agree with that? Because uh, the way I see it, my perception of it, like she was given a fucked up car. God, I see what you're saying. And she's she was kind of given a fucked up car, and you just kept getting fucked up because it was spiraling. Mm. Okay, okay, okay. If you that, want to, that's what okay, I. Okay, that's see. not. That's not what. That's not why I say that though. Please. That's not why I say yeah, that. Yeah, I want to hear this. Um, I say that because we're looking. Okay, some good question by the way. Sometimes I like I like to like pull. I mean, it might be it might be the shrooms. Uh, <laughs> pull to like a high level bird's eye view, mm-hmm. right? We look at how power control. Politics, things saying. are like looking, and uh, you know, like, um, in in the bigger scope of history and, and everything. Yeah, you know, like, uh, um, she moved through a system of power that was already very skewed, very corrupt, and all these other things. Because like, we already have other issues that you know are happening in San Francisco that people are like facing accountability for, like, you know, like people to pay to play, or like the you know, like the Department of uh, Building Inspection with people that oh, were that like, was crazy. You know what I'm saying? Wait, There's like, wait, wait, can you just touch on that real quick? Um, so DBI was like taking like, kickbacks out. and stuff like that oh, for people. There was like there was this one commissioner that literally started a bank account uh, that had like there was like two letters in the front and two letters in the back of like DBI and like he would just write it oh. so like people give checks to DBI and then he would like write two two letters on each side. Some good one, but like, but you can look it up. That shit's at the Chronicle or whatever. You can yeah. like look at that shit up. Um, but um, I was just like, motherfuckers are crazy. Yeah. I was like, this is it. This sucks. But like, cause I've also sat on like the um, on the cannabis oversight committee. I've sat and like I was the chair of the cannabis oversight committee. I now sit on San Francisco's Justice for Equity and Transformation Council, which is a uh, brand new council that's a part of the Office of Racial Equity. We're still trying to figure out what Ooh. that means. We're still trying to figure out what that means. Look it's, at you. I mean, but it's like. It's volunteer work, essentially, you know, but, you know, it's, um, I love the city. I love the city. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and I, and I'm trying to participate in it in different kinds of ways just to really, truly try to understand how does this big thing work, mm-hmm. right? It's huge. We're in an international city. So anyways, back to your question, which is like, how much do you put on her? Like, how much do you put on like any of the ones that came before her? I think, it, I mean, if you think about it, I put a lot of it on Ed Lee. Mm. And like, but then Ed Lee died and then she like took his place. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. but Ed Lee was the one who kind of like set up all of those tax breaks for those huge companies to move into the city, which pushed people out. Right. 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 Exactly. But, but then he, and then he also did some good things. To, I mean, like, yeah. again, nobody's all good. No one's 100% good. No one's good. No, Willie Brown. No, and Willie Brown, too. Yeah. I mean, like, what? Like, his, uh, you know, like, one of his big testaments is what? Lights on the building? You no, know what I mean? He's just cool. But it, I it was cool. Hat. I mean, it was charismatic. Shut up, Mike, though. Shout out, Mike. I love you, Mike. Yeah, no, it's Wait, like, it's, no, it's charisma. You know, like, there was a lot of charisma. There are some, there's representation. We're also, like, you know, like, facing a time where we don't, you know, like, there's not a lot of examples. She's the first black woman mayor of San Francisco ever. But really... Like, at, in, at, in yeah. human history. Yeah, and at face, you know what I mean? face like, value, though, like, mayors don't really have a lot of control. There's they, so many things. They're they're a face for the puppet show. Ooh, okay. Huh. You know what I mean? I like, say more. They have, say. they have to, like, okay... It's it's, <laughs> it's right. It's, true, it's just a representative it's of a city, right? But yeah. it's but it's state ran and it's 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 nation ran. So they mm. they are like at the lowest totem pole of that. 
Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't I want, again, like we were talking about accountability. I don't want to be like, she has no accountability. You know what I mean? Like, there's definitely things that she, there's decisions she made. Yeah, yeah. You know what Absolutely. I mean? So, yeah. like, this. So, um, and then also, like, my, I mean, my main criticism, you know, like, you got me on the tequila. No, um, my main criticism <laughs> of her, I know, I know, <laughs> of her is just like, where's the vision? For this city, the city needs vision. Yeah. Where is the fucking vision? That's the finish it. line. Where, where's yeah. our finish? Where are we going? Where, where, where are, are we are working for? Yeah, what are we going towards here? I, I think my my major criticism there is like it lacks vision, and like I think because it lacks vision, then it, she just does what she feels like the the people that have supported her want her to do, and I don't you know like and for that me I, it's it's yeah for me that's not a, a, a you know a way that I want a leader of my city to to act i do not want, I that want that job no i mean like yeah, i don't want the job i don't, I don't want that job. Okay. what about what no, about them, like what about okay. uh, them cleaning up the streets when like uh biden and uh yeah yeah it's like you clean it up just for show yeah right? you could do it you can you can do it you can, you can do, do it. it all night long right yeah. Chop the rocks, Snyder. No, you Pacific can do it. You can do it. Yeah. Pacific is fine. But, but it's, it's true, right? I think <laughs> Rob Schneider. <laughs> I mean, like, you're a, you're a Rob Schneider. Like, you know? Jewish Filipino. <laughs> just, oh yeah, you are Rob Schneider, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, his mom was the head of the school district for a while. Oh, the, yeah. And he, yeah. <laughs> but you know, you know, like. There needs He's to not be Filipino. Sorry, good. <laughs> I didn't really like his new stand-up. I really nah, he, he, he lost me after Waterboy. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, just stick, yeah. Yeah. Just stick to yeah. the... Uh, he unrelatable. Adam, Adam Chandler's yeah, stand-up Yeah, stick to the skits. Yeah, stick yeah. To skits, yeah. I do like... <laughs> Making copies. Yeah. I do like, I do You're like old Uncle Jams. Remember that. <laughs> I do fuck with Uncle Jams. <laughs> Uncle Jams. Okay, anyways. Uh, I like how we... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, sorry. So you like make make it fun again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Make it fun again. No, it's like, but it's all, no, it's tied in. It's all tied into each other. But when was the last time you went to a club in San Francisco? Oh, shit. And not a cannabis club. Yeah, right. I know. Oh, yeah. Have, like, Maybe like, no, like Dahlia has been doing some good things. Like Dahlia yeah. has been doing some good things. I have no idea. Yeah, me neither. Is. Okay, well, let me yeah. ask you a question. Have you been, when was the last time you went to a club in Oakland? Like the other yesterday, day. yeah, 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 see, yeah exactly. see, and that's the thing, right? The sh- it's shifted, like the culture has shifted. Oh, so much! Like, yeah, yeah it's the city's not affordable for for artists. It's not affordable for True. artists. It's not. I mean, it's, it's not affordable, affordable for anybody. Yeah. Yeah, it's barely affordable for like, chefs. Okay, and so that's crazy. So yeah, so like here's the thing, though. Okay, so to kind of like a, tie a, like a bunch of things that were just like mentioned in like munching, whatever. bunch of munch, a bunch of munchins, <laughs> munching. <laughs> so. I, <laughs> We're here, guys. <laughs> bunch, bunch of bunch houses. Solo siphoning. Siphoning. Oh, look at all these. It only took us an hour and 30 minutes. <laughs> um, is, you know, okay, so I sat on the Cannabis Oversight Committee for San Francisco. As, Ooh, there's a spirit here. I know, there look. Is. There's a spirit here. They're like, tell this story. <laughs> um, as the very first chair. Madam Chair. Madam Chair. That's what they say. You, Madam Chair. That's what they say, right? Chair, yeah. Yes. Why do they go wear this hat? (laughs) 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 I'm so dead. No, like, but okay, so the very first thing that I wanted to focus on in that position of power, Mm. right, is like, how the fuck does this shit work? You know what I mean? Because I'm also coming in as a citizen holding this position on a committee that I've never held before. And it was so interesting because I'm like, I'm a citizen on this. And then all of a sudden, 
other citizens were like, you're the city. And yeah. I'm like, ah! What are we going to do? And you're like, I'm Madam Chair. <laughs> I'm like, I'm you! I'm yeah. you! I'm a... no. you, you're like, why do you? Like, what are we going to do? You're like, just, you're like oh, yeah, shit, it's me. What are we doing? I'm oh, the adult. Fuck. So, so what I did is like a, essentially like an audit of you, every department. You did an audit. Well, I mean, as all my time as like in the committee, you can look, you can look back on it on YouTube. It's That's on YouTube. Um, but basically, what I asked was like, okay, we have these permits. Like, equity applicants go, they get approved. Mm-hmm. We have these permits, and like that we're trying to get to. Yeah. And you get this piece of paper that says that this human being is walking through this process. Take me through the process. That's what, that's what you did. Yeah. Yeah. And so every because like because this uh, committee has like every department on it, mm-hmm. which is super cool because there's not a lot of committees that have that. I also found out that departments don't actually have meetings with each other, so like none of the departments know what any of the other departments no. are doing. Oh, y'all, like, y'all ain't sitting at the same lunch table. No, and like half the people in the departments don't even fucking know who other people are. It's really fucking a wild. You don't thing. watch my YouTube guys. <laughs> <laughs> Check for me on YouTube. Nobody knows. Um. And that's what I learned. I was like, oh shit, nobody knows what anybody's fucking doing. So, you know, like, you know, Office of Canvas, they, like, they had a process. Cause, like, the whole thing is, like, the legislation said that you get priority processing. So I was like, okay, what's the priority processing look like then? What does that mean? Two to three months. No, years. Two to three years. Years. For a review. That's priority? Yeah. You know, so like what's it, no, what's not priority? Like oh, five. Oh, like it, no, it's really it's very very difficult to get things open in San Francisco. That's why so many things are closed. Yeah, it is not easy, and like a lot of places need tenant improvements and all sorts of things. It's not anyway. Earthquake so stuff. And it's, yeah, yeah, it's really hard to get anything open in San Francisco. Like a ice cream shop, someone was like sitting there for like four years. You know, so um, that's you know that's what we learned. It's just like okay, well. It goes to one, the one department has priority processing, another one does, someone has, like, another department has people assigned to it, they care about it, they're answering emails, it hits another department, like DBI, because mm-hmm. it was going through all the shit that it was going through, wow. mm-hmm. and, like, it gets there, and it's a fucking black hole. Like, they don't know where it is, mm-hmm. they don't know who's supposed to handle it, they don't know who's supposed to answer the emails. It took them almost three years just to make a spreadsheet to say who... Who well like what application did they get? For where it was to agree in the process? On, agree on the process. Not even to get just one department to be like, here we have a process. Damn. It was probably an old ass version of Excel too. Yeah, and the thing is, yeah, and the, I mean, but it's, it, that works. But they didn't have nothing, so like it was is getting dropped off there. Like one, like I said, one department. It's like five different departments, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like one department's like we have something, we have something. The other department's like we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, and then I had to be like, okay, well, you come back yeah. on this next meeting and show us what you have because you came to this meeting and you're like, I don't know, like literally came mm-hmm. to the meeting, they're like, mm-hmm. and I was like, all right, cool, next meeting, come back, give us something else, and then they came back and they're like, okay, well, here's our Excel sheet, this is where they are, and like people had not gotten emails back for like three months, like mm-hmm. and and three months of rent on a space that'll that'll <laughs> collapse you. In San Francisco, that will collapse you. Yeah. I think uh, AOC said it best is that just the whole political system, it's very antiquated. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just like it's a... Uh, where's the fucking update? What? Where's yeah, the, like what's the update? Where's the update? Where, how can I download the update? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Y'all operating on iPhone, like on Apple 3. Yeah. You know, but it's just, it's just, it's so antiquated that like you can't, uh, there's nothing can get really done. It just kind of gets lost, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like lost. It, and it, 
like in this time period it's scary it's scary how um like public opinion of of you know our power structure is or our leadership is like it's hard to even get new leaders people don't want to participate in it so yeah. you have very capable folks and they don't even want to step into yeah. the ring because it's like they're like why would i do this What's so i can get like dragged through the mud like and lose anything that i had like it's, it's fucked up so it's like what what is our leadership going to look like next year when we go into another election season so do you think that like with with social media right i know social media is currently playing like a huge part in terms of you want somewhere? No, no, no. I was, all like, it's a, it's I was like after that, I was like, I need to <laughs> anybody well, you know, social media is playing like a Hey yo. Hey yo. Damn. You're not supposed to have anymore. The, the guys Sorry, were like, no. Gus is. No. <laughs> Gus is. Her, no, but like, uh, you know, with. Um, Gus's spirits were like, no for you. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's enough. That's so, like, so, enough. That's so, enough for you. That's enough. So, with, with social media, like, you know, it's currently playing such a huge factor in a lot of the current well, events. Leave, leave this one. Uh, in a lot of the current events, right? Yeah. But we don't have to speak on it. But do you think that. Powerful tool. It's a powerful tool. So, yeah. But do you think it, it's also powerful on a local level? It's powerful on all levels. So what? What like what kind of um, information? Like, what, yeah. What have you seen? Though, like what have you seen? Kind of like have the effect of on you know as Madam Chair that social media might have had. I mean, truthfully, like social media is what helped to create the Sorry. cannabis equity legislation and space and conversation and all those things very important social media was crucial in that because that's how we share information that's how we archive information that's how people can like find it from anywhere yeah you know yeah for sure um it's natural it's authentic yeah you know what i'm saying so it's right it's like uncut yeah yeah uncut champs exactly it's like and and it's like happening in real time and it's important it's like it's it's an important tool but it also, also can be a dangerous tool um definitely something that uh social you know like social media is like we're not like what you were saying like we came from a time where we didn't have it and we had to go wheat pasting and Mm -hmm. put our messages and on screen prints and go around and actually literally like post shit up literally the guy with the sign yeah right that that guy with the sign oh the Asian guy (laughs) yeah which one uh with the 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 galactic yeah the galactic guy Yeah. yeah you had to do all that shit and then now you could do that via social media yeah. Guess uh, so. Uh, wow. Uh, as we're rounding. <laughs> no, yeah. As we're rounding up, because fuck, this is a yo, know, this is a dope ass episode. Deep, we we, can, we can go for another. Yeah. We'll go for another hour, but we could. We should. We just do a part two later. Yes. Ooh, I like how a part three actually. <laughs> oh yeah. Because we like true. this is part two. <laughs> Jen, do you have any uh, last words? Um, I was hoping to get a better understanding of you, Nina, but um. That was like enough. In, in the best <laughs> compliment complimentary way like i feel like i gotta rewind this whole episode and um you are a uh like a like a um super advanced being that mm-hmm. cannot be contained i don't think i think that's why a symbiote your um your parents were just like let's just send her away because we can't you know put it in a box or whatever True. i mean my grandma i have this really cute clip of my my lola she was like they cannot control you. <laughs> you make it sound Russian, though. I've been I will yeah. crush you. Yeah. Yeah. Do not let them take your spirit. <laughs> <Stop> <laughs> <watching>. <laughs>
yeah so I, so i'm like super impressed uh, uh always like i um i watch you and um on like social media and like everything you do i i, I support and you know i'm really impressed by it so um yeah, and I love that you said that you remember me because I did like a tarot card reading for you in a park because we were do- on a photo walk and I'm like, yeah, good times. Uh, simple days. <laughs> Look at that. Simple days. Yeah, I, was, I, I wanted to bring that up, but you know, that's, uh, I was like, no. No, no, no those are important that. times. Bring, that's like, that's no, my bring, formative, that is, that is my care. formative times. I love that. I love, yeah. I love those times. I was with like Travis Jensen and uh, Rasta Dave and we were doing oh, the wow. SOS. It was like snapping on site, which also happened because it was like a healing process after um Rasta Day's cousin uh De Paris got beat up by a fucking SFPD and like they used a f- a photography as a means of of activism and of connectivity and connection and it was really really important so yeah. glad that you remember, remember that it was a good time JD Fresh oh, so yeah thanks for coming I mean out. after a really bad time but it was a good time <laughs> after a really bad time <laughs> and um so we met in the past. I brought it up earlier, yeah. but we met when she was in high school, and I always like she stuck out because I was like, "Damn, she has hella energy." And you don't um, say. I mean, you've kept that yeah. energy and like hella props because you channel that towards what you believe in, and uh, like I totally support what you believe in. Keep advocating and keep. Uh, pushing as they say yeah thank you thank i feel you. like this is an episode of like this is your life you know it's, 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 all right. not, different not for levels, real. it's like a, like different, different there's yeah. like different very different markers of of time and ex- existence and thank you thank you all for having me here and sharing your memories with me and then also allowing me to to talk story with you all it's um, very powerful thank you for yeah. this platform uh, there's one free 99 <laughs> bitch free 99 <laughs> uh, there's one story i remember hearing uh, and that was when you got your wallet stolen. And then oh, yeah. Rudy was there, right? He was not there. He wasn't there. Rudy got involved. Rudy got involved. I got Rudy involved because yeah. I needed help. You yeah. needed help. But also, Aren't you with Harvey? I was not with Harvey. Okay, this is an interesting... You want me to tell the story or no? Do uh, we have time? Sure. sure. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Um, it's, it's also in the Chronicle, apparently. It was kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was walking back to Conscious Youth Media Crew. Shout out Conscious Youth Media Crew. It was on at Howard and Ninth Street. Um, documentary film making program for youth um, that were in um, what you call it, uh, you know, uh, in pro, you know, um, as an alternative to incarceration and other things. Yeah. Um, but like this young Filipino cat came up, fucking snatched the phone out of my hand. I mean, my phone wallet, wallet, my wallet. 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 <laughs> I don't know. Wallet. It was we just, just hybriding everything. <laughs> we did whatever. And like, yeah, exactly. And then I fucking like ran after him because I was like, oh shit, I had just got it. I was like, oh, my dad's gonna be so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Give me back my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Give me back my wallet. I chased him down. Um, he ended up like getting in, you know, into a car with his cousin, um, and like, fucking like speeding took off. Her. Yeah, and so. Um, Called first person I called actually was Rudy. Yeah, I called Rudy. Shout out to OG man, OG dude. Rudy Corpus, yes. United Players. I called him and I was like, "Hey, Filipino kid, stole my phone in the Soma, and my wallet. Like, listen, I know times are kind of crazy right now." And you caught him shit. and held him down. You caught the. Kid I caught up him. to him like somebody like it was an interesting situation like so, somebody like 
so there was like a utility vehicle that saw me chasing after him. He like swerved into him. The kid like fell and I like picked and him up. He's not a kid. He was like 22. I picked him up. And then you camped him. I thought about it. I was like, I can fucking stomp on his head right now. But you ever see like, my horse stand? I spilled my like, soup. I did spill my soup everywhere. It was crazy. My coconut water, my soup. It was crazy. Do you even know not chop a motherfucker? And I was like, and I was thinking about it. I was like, no, that's not who you are right now. And then I picked him up and I was like, all right. I was like, I need you to give me my, I was like, I need this. I need my wallet. I need my wallet. And he was like, no, I need it. He was like, that's what he said. He was like, I need this shit. And I was oh, like, shit. holy shit. I was like, some, you know, like, I was like, this this kid's not right. You know, yeah, he, was, yeah, he's yeah. Never, he was on Batak. There was like hella yeah. shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. You know, because like, I had talked to his parents after and like all this other shit. Oh, damn. No, I got this. Is so, you know, like he, um, he ended up getting apprehended. But what happened actually was so. Um, called Rudy was like hey Filipino kid sold my wallet don't you know like listen I just want it back Yeah, you know what I mean like just get it back to me whatever um, and then I called you know uh, then I called my credit card company and then I called, I called SFPD um, Rudy first Rudy first though you know cause I was like I wanna handle this in a different kind of way um, and then um, it was interesting cause like it turned out that it was like a friend of mine from the Excelsior who used to work at the Boys and Girls Club, her mom was the one that saw it happen and she ended up taking like a photo of the license plate of the car. Oh, yeah. shit. And then she sent it in to SFPD and then um, they apprehended him on 2nd Street and it was weird because there was like a fucking Chronicle reporter that was walking by at the mm. same time and took a picture of him on the sidewalk and it was like ladies chase this man down for wallet it was like the Surf <laughs> wallet yeah <laughs> yeah extra extra read all of wallet <laughs> thank you remote you're welcome it was like hella weird you know what I mean it was like a fucking weird it was just like a weird it was serendipitous yeah, yeah, yeah. weird um, uh, ultimately wallet. though like I had to go like I fucking went to I went to like 850 Brian cause like after mm. cause like they called me they were like hey we you know this guy has your wallet whatever like we had got in you know this uh, you know photo of the um of the license plate and uh we were like wallet no no, no. i'm missing a wallet <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm sorry it's in effect ran that one into the ground <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. and then um i said pd made me go down there and like because i had done other com i was doing other community work about it like police accountability there's police there's oh, officers down there that were just like they're like oh it's you <laughs> and then they like I was like describing my experience and it was like in too much detail so they just handed me the piece of paper they made me write the wow. shit down myself yeah. oh yeah you wrote your own police report <laughs> yeah, yeah. Own police report stupid I was like what the fuck are we paying these people for but they did you know they you my phone but um called Rudy talked to the late I also talked to the lady that um was representative like the public defender that he had gotten and I talked to her mm -hmm. and I was just like listen I don't want this kid in jail you know sitting there because I don't feel like that's gonna help I was like I have a community member that like does case management services at least we know what the fuck it's he's doing be. you know what I mean like there's again accountability there's some level of awareness mm -hmm. you know what I mean of like you know like they're not just like sitting there and then whatever so um I brought Rudy with me to court, talked to his parents that were there. Yeah. Um, the judge was like, So I hear the victim wants to uh address the court. So he was like, This is really unprecedented, but you know, but then like in my in my 
criminal justice classes they're like you have the you have the right to face you know yeah whatever so i was like i'm exercising my rights <laughs> so i I, st- <laughs> I, stood, I stood up in front of the judge turned around though and i looked at him and i looked at his cousin filipino kids yeah and i was like listen like i was like ah you know, like, she started off with listen. Yeah. Hey, bro. Yeah. In, front, in, front, in front of the judge, yeah. about to be freestyle. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, hey, yo. Hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo. You're playing like Bob Deep in the back. <laughs> but you know, but for real, it was just like I was like, I want you to stand up, turn around, and look who's behind you. The kid's fucking crying. He's like. And then the judge was like, I, I would do that if I were you. You know, so the kid's stand. <laughs> the judge's like, this motherfucker's spinning right now. <laughs> it's like Turn, so he turned around, he looked, and he. I was like, you you might sit there and you think that there's no one that's here for you. But, like, I was like, your mom's here. Yeah. She just had a stroke. Her, you know, like, her, <sighs> her, her face was, like, not fully whatever. And, yeah. you know, his dad was there. His dad was the one that kicked him out. His dad was so, like, so, you know, because he was on drugs and shit and not doing what he was supposed to be doing. And, like... Um, he was like, I'm so sorry, I didn't, you know, like, he was apologizing to me and, like, all the shit. And I was like, fuck, dude, this was, like, reminding me of my own family and shit, you know? Um, and I was like, you might think that nobody is here for you. They showed up. Yeah. I was like, I brought Rudy with me. He's going to make sure that someone is watching you <laughs> later, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I, I did. I wrote out his care plan. I gave it to his, uh, the public defender. I submitted it to the court because that's what I was doing anyways in the in the um, programs that right. I was in, um, and so you know, I was like, I, don't, I was like, I don't want you just sitting in jail because like I don't think that's gonna help. I was like, but better believe, I was like, this is never gonna happen to you again, ever. So that's what I want to say. That is a perfect example of who you are. Yeah, somebody can do the worst and steal your wallet, <laughs> and you will do your best to make sure that they will be good at the end. And that's what you represent. But like also with some accountability. Accountability, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I'm not gonna just be like, let's lock you up and throw away. The yeah. Key. It's not like there. dangerous okay. minds, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Less yeah. leather. Less leather. Yeah. Um my just rounding on my final word, you have always been the same person though. Although you wear many hats. <laughs> you, <laughs> like carbon said you know, <laughs> yeah, you you know, you you have many titles, you've you, you've held mil- you had tons of titles, right? Mm-hmm. And then you continue to grow and evolve, and you you are so uh, you're so what one with the community that it it's taking different levels. And thing is, you're the same person though. Like that smile, like when she smiles, she's holding her teeth in. Like usually when she smiles, <laughs> smile, when I see her, it's always smile with her whole face. <laughs> if you really, face, <laughs> you smiles with her whole face, and it's like I, I say this a lot, but then there's very few people that don't change, and you haven't. You just you like your soul is still just, like your soul, the old soul, right? But as far as you. Who you are, you've always been the same person and you've always been about other people. And, you know, uh, I, I just really enjoy your energy. I, I, I really enjoy, like, how you're able to share so freely. And, like I said, I can't wait to hear your podcast. That's Ooh. what I was just thinking right now. I was like, are you going to help me produce my podcast? Well, we know a guy. <laughs> we could we could have it under the free 99 umbrella. We could that might be really cool. I just... We could definitely talk about that something off air. I would love that. Um, 
Uh, and your last words to 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 end, to end this part two. Oh yeah. Mm. Let's see. I guess channel dear. <laughs> um, Fall it. That's <laughs> the last word. Damn, Romel. Um, I just really am honored to be given any space to tell story. You know, and I am, again, so appreciative of uh, the archiving of people's stories yeah. that you all are doing That's here. It's important. Thank you. And I think that... Um, you know, it's it's going to be so crucial for people to just be able to look back, you know, like in any point in their life and be able to see like uh, the the moments that you create here. And so Free 99 podcast now also your own evolution of like we going from like we eating to, you know, like you're on an episode of we eating Mitchell's, Mitchell's ice cream, Mitchell's ice cream. <laughs> um, you know, like to be able to even just have that. Like, I think, you know, it's like, damn, we can, like, see ourselves. We can see each other. We, you know, it, it makes, um, it makes all the world a difference. So, like, thank you for, for talking story and being consistent and amazing and all those things. So, I just want to also express gratitude for that. Episode 201. 201 of the Free 99 Podcast. Nina Parks. Nina Parks. Follow her socials. Uh, Nina underscore Parks. Underscore. Don't forget that underscore. Don't forget the underscore. But that's L, though. Free 201. 201. Love, Free love. tea. <laughs>